Welcome to Talking Shit with Marion, and that would make me Marion. So thank you everybody for tuning in. I hope that I can give you some insight on the world of beauty. We are going to talk about everything under the sun, beauty, beauty related, what you like, what you don't like. And I hope that I can help educate you and most of all, make you laugh and entertain you because honestly, let's all just have a good time. We get one trip around the marble. Let's make it a good one. Wow. Welcome back. back. (laughs) Here we are. We are here. And what are we talking about today? Anti-aging. Dun, 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 dun. The good, the bad, the ugly, and the bullshittery. <laughs> That's a real word. Yeah, I know. I can believe it. I made it up. Yeah. It you should s- be in the Urban Dictionary. I feel like we should send a strongly worded email and yeah. have bullshittery. 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 Like fuckery. Literally. I love, should... I love the word fuckery. It just makes it sound so much more fun. Right? Stop with your fuckery. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's better if you say it with a British accent. <laughs> Everything's better with a British accent. So we're gonna talk a little bit about anti-aging. As I mentioned in our introduction, I have been in this industry for a really long time. When I first started in skincare, for me, it was about um, staving off the aging process. So it was about prevention. It was about, you know, sun safety for skin. It was about, you know, hydrating and protection. Now that I'm at a different demographic, Um, into my late 40s Um, now for me and most of my clients it's about fixing what we didn't prevent so thus anti-aging we're now old but we don't want to look old okay so can you really make yourself look younger or is it a myth no you absolutely can the problem is is that we spend our money on things that won't do it but somehow in society through the magic of instagram and all those bloody filters we think we can get one facial or use moisturizer for one day and take off 10 years so no Um, you can actually change the tonality or the firmness of your skin. You can resurface it to get rid of those fine lines. You can resurface the skin to get rid of those hyperpigmentation, which are the brown spots that make us look like little old ladies. Um, You know, if you haven't been real good at using sunscreen and you get the freckling, which then turns into an age spot due to the melanin production of the skin, you can fix that. But just putting one cream on the surface of the skin, no, that's not gonna do it. I wish it would, I would be a millionaire by now, but that's not real life. So what kind of things do you tell your clients or kind of get people started or into, like here when they come in and they're like, I wanna, I just wanna take 10 years off. You know, what is the kind of process you go through and some of the things that you do with them? Great question. Um, So the first thing I usually do is I'll have a consult with my clients and we'll talk about their lifestyle. You know, are you outside a lot? Are you drinking the water? Are you getting the sleep? Are you doing the things and still having problem? Um, A lot of clients who are concerned with anti-aging now, they don't do the things, you know? And and I'm, I'm a horrible, horrible critic because I drink coffee, I'm trying desperately to quit smoking. Um, I think I've almost got it licked, but it's still a struggle for me. So I don't do the things in my lifestyle. So now I have to do more things in the salon to cover up the atrocities that I've put onto my skin. Um, so 
The things that you can do in the salon, having facials regularly. That makes a huge difference. If, if having a facial, just a regular facial, is all that you can do, whether it be your time commitment, whether it be your financial restrictions, do that one thing. What are we saying? We're saying regular, like once a week, once a month. So the average woman will have a facial every season. So every three to four months. Women who are trying to correct damage, I try to get them into the salon every month, so every four to six weeks, to try and re-correct the damage that's been done over time. So if, if you're just worrying about prevention, do a facial every season. If you're trying to correct damage, four to six weeks, guys, sorry to burst your bubble, Rome was not built in a day. Got it. You took probably 30 years to create this damage, so one facial does not a smooth face make. <laughs> I wish it did, but it's not. So someone that's like my age, a little bit younger, um, 28. A little you bit know, younger. A little bit younger, just rubbing your, that one in. Shut your pot um, You know, I guess I don't really think about anti-aging because I think in my mind, all the commercials are targeted at older women. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not something I'm ever worried about. I've seen all the moisturizers. I've heard all the stories. Is it something that I should be thinking about now? Okay, so first and foremost, can we just address the commercials? Because I find it infuriating that every anti-aging commercial doesn't have a saggy-faced woman in it. Why do all the models in anti-aging commercials look freaking 30? I keep telling you, man. It's, it's not all right. In, it's all in the editing of images. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Yeah. That was my Flanders moment. So for 28s, you, and I mean, I'm looking at Amy's face right now, and she's not saggy, she's not crepey, she doesn't got the crow's feet, um, clearly she has no children. So <laughs> Amy, for somebody in Amy's situation who has firm, smooth skin, I would say prevention is what you're looking for. So you're looking to get on a really great skincare regime at home. So see your facialist every four to six weeks, get some advice from her, and start taking care of your skin morning and night. So what does that mean? That means you need to get introduced to the holy trinity of skincare. And it's three products, three products, hello? How hard is that? How many things do you put in your bougie coffee in the morning? You want a tall, non-fat, skinny, I don't know whatever they call it in the bougie oh, mine, coffee. Mine has more than three. <laughs> okay, so if it took you three products to stop the aging process, would you do it? 100%. Right, how many women don't? A lot. It's true. So the holy trinity of skincare for someone for prevention is cleanser, toner, moisturizer. And then you can add a sunscreen in there. Okay? Even if it's winter, sunscreen is a thing. The sun still shines in the winter, guys. So how about you protect your face? Does it count if you have SPF in your foundation? Yes and no. So a little unknown fact about SPF is SPF means sun protection factor. Fun fact. So let's say your SPF in your foundation says an SPF of 15, which is pretty standard for most foundations. SPF of 15 means you have 15 minutes of sun protection in that foundation. How long is your commute to work? Right. How long is your lunch hour? Do you go out to the park 
and you you know maybe eat lunch in the park every day you're definitely out longer than 15 minutes exactly so if your spf is 15 minutes then every 15 minutes you should be schlepping on some sunscreen wearing a big sexy floppy hat or those gorgeous jackie onassis sunglasses <laughs> if you can't reapply sunscreen then practice safe sunning find a shady spot find a big hat it's very glamorous. People think that you're a movie star and they're like, who is she? I feel like she's somebody in that glorious hat and those sunglasses. It creates a little mystery. Okay. So prevention is number one in someone of your age group. When you start getting into the grown-up years, as I refer to them, and I say that with a funny little tone to my voice because even though I am in the grown-up years, I clearly don't act like I'm in the grown-up years. Not at all. Right. <laughs> so for someone, for me, it's about fixing what I jacked up during my baby oil tanning years. Did you know that I used to lay in the sun with baby oil and iodine? Oh, wow. Yeah. So you'd take a bottle of baby oil, you put a few drops of iodine in it, and that actually gave you a beautiful bronze. But then we would lay out on the deck in full sun at you know noon when the sun is at its worst, and you could almost hear your body sizzling. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So that's what I did, and now I'm paying the price for it. So for me, it's more about resurfacing. It's about firming. It's about tightening. It's about fixing that sun damage that is now causing me to look like a dried up old shoe. And I guess one of the things about skincare routines, though, is that there's so much out there. Oh, my like, God. There are so many products. Like, where do you even start? Because you can end up spending anything from $50, $20 for like mm -hmm. the three to like $100 a bottle. And you never yeah. know which one's actually going to work. You don't actually know how many chemicals are in all the different things that you're using. Correct. It's like, where does somebody start? Great question. Um, find yourself a great esthetician who's got a lot of years of experience who is willing to sit down with you and have the conversation about your lifestyle, about how you got where you are. Um, you know, the first thing that shouldn't happen in a conversation with your brand new SD friend is you need to buy products. If her main, um, I guess, goal is to make the sale, she's not the person for you. Hmm. Your first couple visits with your esthetician should be about in salon advice, treatments, and then prescribing the aftercare to carry on what you've had done in the salon. It shouldn't be about, okay, throw everything in your medicine cabinet in the garbage because it's not my brand, so it's garbage, um, because she's only interested in the sale. Yeah. Okay? So first and foremost, find someone that you can communicate with, that you can relate to. Have a conversation. You want to feel like your esthetician is listening to you that she's not listening to form her next reply or make her next product recommendation. You have to feel comfortable with her because you're essentially going to bear your soul to this person and she's going to scrub you bare. It's true. So feel comfortable, make sure she's educated and then sit down and formulate a plan. So you want to say to her, okay, this is where I am. This is my goal. So, you know, you're, you're in your you know very late 20s so for you it's about protecting your skin to move forward and making sure that you have a nice healthy skin for all of the years 
It's about looking the best at the age that you're at. Yeah. And if you're not happy, okay, so the damage is done. Now where do we go? Yeah. We start with resurfacing treatments. Resurfacing treatments are the number one way to combat the aging process. What does that mean? Well, <laughs> that means you have to treat the skin at the dermal layer. Any cream that you're just gonna slap on there isn't going to combat aging. What it's doing is it's hydrating the upper layer of the skin to make the skin look moist in that moment. But when your skin absorbs that product, suddenly we start looking a little haggard halfway through the day and our crow's feet are starting to poke through our foundation and you start looking like you're doing the walk of shame. So it's about treating the skin where the skin grows which is the dermal layer of the skin. It's called the germinative zone for anybody who really cares because it's where the body germinates or builds new cells. So the new cells are basically born in the germinative layer of the dermis. And then as that skin moves closer to the surface of the skin, yes, I'm using my hands for everybody who can't see me right now. <laughs> so the new cells are basically born in the dermal layer. Then, as the 28-day progression of skin comes up, those happy, happy, new, fat, little baby cells are now the cells that are laying on the surface of the skin, ready to be sloughed off. So, how do we fix that germinative layer of the skin? You need some invasive procedures, which could be anything from having a photofacial done with lasers, and that's in salon. You can have um, microneedling done, Microneedling creates controlled trauma to the skin um, and it doesn't go right to the dermal layer. That one just kind of rides the line between epidermal and dermal. So it's not as deep and penetrating, but it's still going to cause a positive reaction. And then you can do something as simple as having a dermaplaning facial. Dermaplaning facials basically just shave off the upper layer of skin. No, we're not going to Freddy Krueger fillet your face. <laughs> um, but it does leave the skin super fresh, very happy looking, and it starts to hyperproduce brand new cells. Because when you take off the cells of the surface, the body goes, oh, wait a minute, we need to produce more cells to replace the ones that were lost. Got it. Okay, so being my Estee friend and knowing that you guys have your own range of products, why did you choose to go that route and not use what was on the shelf? Mm. Okay, so the reason that I did my own skincare line was a couple reasons and I, I wish I could have a short, quick answer for you. So first and foremost, as a practicing esthetician, I was super frustrated first and foremost with the cost that I would have to sell the products to my clients to that seemed fair and reasonable. So as a business owner, I needed to find products that I could make a profit off of, that I believed 100% in, and that I felt happy to refer to my clients. I couldn't find one line that did all of those things for me. So I did a little bit of research. I found a lab in Vancouver and between their brilliant chemists and my need and desire to give my clients something that actually worked. 
I'm so tired of seeing the products out there that have these unrealistic promises and they don't have the science and the chemistry to back up what they're promising. So partnered with the lab, um, had a, a whole bunch of Skype meetings and phone conversations with the chemists and said, listen, this is, this is my demographic of guest. Um, most of my clients are trying to fix the damage that we caused and I need a line that I can put my name behind. You know, I, I own a hair salon and a spa and I do not want to sell my clients something that's bullshit. Mm. Um, that lends a lot to my credibility. So for me, it was really important that when I say, Amy, this serum is going to do A, B and C. I need to believe wholeheartedly that it will do that. Yeah. So for me, and I, I, I also didn't want products that were not necessary. So one of my big frustrations, and I hear this a lot, and I'm, I'm gonna rattle on a little bit, so just bear with me for a sec, folks. One of the big you know, complaints that I hear from women are, I spent $80 on a moisturizer, it worked great for three months, and then after three months, it just, it's, it doesn't work. The reason behind that, again, comes back to science. Products that have a reaction are only alive for so long. So the shelf life of most products for anti-aging is three months. But if the bottle is 200 mils, you're never going to get to the bottom of the bottle before the active ingredient dies. And that's my frustration. So what I did was I made sure that the product would last as long as the active ingredient was alive so that my guests would never say to me, hey, Mayor, I love this moisturizer, but mm, now it's glorified hand cream. So I wanted to make sure that I wasn't selling my client a product that was gonna die. Um, and maybe, you know, say the product's gonna die is a poor choice of words, but if it doesn't do what it's always done, then why are we using it? It's true. It's so frustrating. And then you have to pay the price for a 200 mil bottle that by the time you get through 100 mils, it doesn't work anymore. Yeah, that goes 80 bucks. Exactly. You might as well just set that money on fire. Yeah. So I said, listen, if we know that the ingredients are only gonna be viable for a month, then let's base the package size and the usage amount on that demographic number, on that calendar number. Love that. So you're now gonna pay $40 for a moisturizer that is gonna have only active ingredients in it and you're gonna use the bottom of the bottle by the time it starts to become ineffective. That's why I went and created my own brand of skincare for pinups and pompadours. Love it. Yep, that was a shameless plug and I did it. <laughs> <laughs> we need those, we need those. So when you're looking at products, look on the back of the bottle. There's a little jar and it'll be a tiny little picture. And on that jar, there's gonna be a number. Usually it's three, six, nine, or 12. If you know you're only using one or two drops of the product, but it's in a 100 ml bottle, I can almost promise you that by the time you get halfway through that bottle, the serum isn't doing its job anymore and you're going to be wasting money. So be mindful of what the best before date is on the bottom of those bottles. And every skincare product has that best before little jar on the back of it. Usually it's at the bottom in wicked small print that nobody who is over 40 can read anyways. 
Um, but look for that little picture and look for the number. Awesome. Well, that wraps us up for episode two. I'm talking about anti-aging cream. And next week, we are going to talk about the lovely Brazilian wax. As we should discuss it. As we should all discuss it, because I'm sure, you know, there are some of us that are terrified. There are some of us that are regulars. Um, So we're going to be talking about that. It's going to be funny, (laughs) slightly inappropriate. Always inappropriate. Always inappropriate. Um, So again, leave your questions if you have any, and Marion will get in touch and answer any questions that you have. And thanks for listening, folks.